welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves, the Fan Entertainment Talking Podcast, which really needs a better intro. Uh, and today we're talking about San Diego Comic Con 2019, all the happenings, all the reveals, all the stuff we actually care about. Look, there was a lot happening this year, a lot of it is tosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to focus on the stuff that people care about. By people, I mean me and Darren. I'm always Mike. And I'm all people. Yes. That's good. Um, Well, there's one thing we need to mention before we get into Comic-Con, because it released the day before, Mm. and it feels like even though we're now this side of Comic-Con, outside of the MCU stuff, this is still the thing most people are talking about. Mm. The Cats trailer. (laughs) Now, I've never seen Cats. Not do I ever want to. <laughs> um, I walk past uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's brother on a somewhat daily basis. Mm, claim to fame. Yeah, there you go. Um, this is an ungodly abomination and an affront to God himself. <laughs> I uh, I just want to ask what's going on with the visual effects artist this year. How did we hurt you? I know, right? <laughs> Between this, Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. and various other abominations. But at least with Sonic, at least with Sonic... They could go back to the drawing board and say, okay, we're going to redesign Sonic. He's going to look more like Sonic, less teeth. Mm. They can't do that with this. Nope. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. The stage show would require something that looks like this because you have to suspend disbelief because you're watching real people in a real room yeah. with a real set. And yes, they're wearing cat costumes. That's fine. Right. I'm actually not a big fan of cats. So I don't even know if I'll see this film. Um, but the problem is, once you translate that into a film, you could just make real cats. Yeah. Instead of it being this frankly disturbing, like, actual-sized London with cat-sized yeah. people. Why? Oh. Why and why? I know. It's just... They've gone whole hog with the cat bodies, mm. but then just whacked human faces on there. So yeah. Instead of making them look cat-like, they've just... It's just Jason Derulo's face on a cat. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not even walking and moving like cats. They're still walking and moving like humans. Yeah. And that, especially when they're all like trying to crawl through the thing. I'm like, yeah, but cats don't have fucking knees like that. No. <laughs> That's not how cats work. Like, you could have gone one route. You could have gone the Lion King route, and you could have done, like, photorealistic yeah, animals yeah, singing. Yeah. Or you could have gone far the other way and done, like, I don't know, like, just a cartoon with, like, anthropomorphic cats. But, ugh. No. Uh, yes, there's many problems with this. Now, someone has solved this. Uh, this is Cats, but every cat is played by Nick Offerman. Okay, yeah. It's a visual gag on an audio podcast, but... Better uh, movie. Better Nick movie. Offerman tweeted himself, so please go look at that. <laughs> um, yeah, they... Uh, the balls on these lads. Mm. It's the director of Les Mis. This seems, I know it's another musical, but <laughs> yeah. good God, it's at the other end of the spectrum. Of like, how can you adapt Les Mis to why would you adopt this <laughs> and not a streetcar named Desire which I genuinely didn't know is a musical about trains didn't know that was a thing what seriously yeah it's about anthropomorphic trains having to sing about life I, like, hang on what you think a streetcar named Wait, no maybe not streetcar named Desire it's something like that I say, streetcar named Desire is a play by like is it T.S. Williams? Um, Tennessee Williams? Starlight Express. Starlight Express. Starlight Express That's the one you're thinking the train of. musical. Yeah. Or why didn't they do, you know, something that requires heavy visual effects and actual actually features human characters? Where's Wicked? 
Why haven't they done that? That Wicked makes all the money when it comes in. Apparently, is coming. Hmm. They're 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 in pre-production. Can I they think, just not that? nail down a date with Adele Dazim? Probably. I think I think <laughs> they actually named like there was either cast couple, but uh, the girlfriend is a very big fan of Wicked, so mm. I get this on a, like a somewhat frequent basis. Of like, oh, this is the scuttle, but um, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up of just like, and I mean all that and James Corden. Oof. Oh god! And as I'm, soon as that came up, I was like, "Well, I'm out." No. In anything other than Gavin and Stacey, I don't want to see. No. Him. I also, in don't. Gavin and Stacey, all for it. Can't <laughs> wait for the Christmas special. It's going to be class. But anything else, I hear that voice and he's so grating. Yeah. Oh, God, no. It's what stopped me watching Peter Rabbit. It did It did have the crate of, like, because they've got a decent cast to give it for it. Mm. It's mad. Outside of Jason Derulo, but anyway. That, that's the best thing. They did, like, the bit at the end where it's like, here's all the cast. For some reason, James Corden got top billing. Mm. I don't Above know. Ian McKellen. Yeah, I know. Above but it, but Dame went, Judi Dench. But that was the best bit. He went from... Dame Judy Ditch to Jason Derulo. <laughs> like, what is, those two things. No, no, no. Uh, and Taylor Swift is in this. Mm. And, um, oh, what's her name? Rebel Wilson's in this doing uh, Rebel Wilson stuff, which is a cat now. Yeah, that is, that is the joke. It's just Rebel Wilson is a cat. Rob Schneider is. <laughs> you may as well have got him because, holy shit. Um, yeah. yeah, I can see what they were trying to do. I give them the benefit of the doubt of what they were trying to do. I just don't think they considered how weird it would look. <laughs> There's a lot that works in the live theatre favour for yeah, this production. Now, not to talk deep marketing here, Michael, mm. but there is a new train of thought of meme marketing mm. where you're kind of aware that people are going to latch onto your product and, and make fun of it and make memes out of it. And there's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm. I think that's what happened here because people aren't like going because with Sonic it was such a fan outrage and particularly from a gaming community of seeing Sonic and just fucking hating it whereas I think musical fans are a bit more open to this and everyone else is just marvelling at how weird it is yeah I think they're secretly quite pleased of how it's gone over yeah because it's still being talked about of Every podcast I've listened to this week, They're every single one of them, it, yeah. someone's talking about cats. It's so. the most that anybody's talked about cats since the mid-90s. So, you know, yes. this is... It's helping them. You are right there, Darren. So, me marketing everybody, look it up. Well, musical films have already been completely and utterly dominated because South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut exists. Yes, exactly. The best musical of all time. Where's Book of Mormon? That's my question. Oh, I would love a Book of Mormon film. Because they've got... They're on, they're on ticking clock. Josh Gaddy's going to age out of his part pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, Probably you, already has. You can get him back. Like, exactly. He'll be exactly. perfect. He'll be great. I know. Even when I saw it in London, I was like, you can tell which one Josh Gad was. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. If they're just got a Josh Gad impersonator but there we are um, yeah <laughs> oh, I love it oh god anyway right um, actual trailers <laughs> of actual Comic Con um, I'll let you start on this one Michael because I haven't actually played this game right but within a couple of hours I will do mm. I finally bought The Witcher 3 Yay! on Prime Day thanks capitalism Yay. Uh, £10 for the Game of the Year edition no, decent like, same uh, haven't played it yet this okay. trailer made no goddamn sense <laughs> And I'm real worried that unless you've played the game, it's not going to make a lot of sense. Good news, Darren. You don't even need to have played the game. Cool. Um, this is based on the books rather than the ah. games. The games are an iteration of the story presented in the books, who is written by a man whose name I have no intention of pronouncing because I would screw it up. Um, but they are sort of like more based in sort of 
Polish myth and legend. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much of that is actually carried over into the finished product. I am cautiously optimistic about The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I think it does seem to have a strong cast. Certainly Henry Cavill is looking the part as a younger Geralt, which yeah. is absolutely fantastic. He's The way that he's portrayed in The Witcher 3, a sort of a bit more rugged, rough around the edges, beard situation, yeah. is very much an evolution of the game version of that character. Right. I think this is more honing in on the book version from the first book. So it's still pretty early days uh, for Geralt. Um Evidently there is no Triss, as she is really only a side character in the books and was made more of a bigger thing in the games. It does seem to be focusing on... It's put Ciri front and centre really quickly, which is Geralt's adoptive daughter. Right. That's the... I don't know who's playing her, unfortunately, but she's the one with the big eyes and the long white hair. Right, okay, yeah. That's Ciri. Um, Now, now, now... I've not played The Witcher 1 nor 2. Much like you, I jumped in on The Witcher 3, and yeah, you can play The Witcher 3 without really playing the first two. I have watched a catch-up video. It didn't really no, it explain doesn't, life. It doesn't help. None of that really comes up in The Witcher 3, apart cool. from basically you're finally going to find Yennefer, and that's it. Now, <laughs> there were some shots in this where... Uh, there's no polite way of putting this... The woman who's playing Yennefer has what can only be described as Sir Bottom Tooth. She's got a massive fucking bottom jaw. Ah, right. And I don't know whether that's actually part of the story or not, because it comes and goes throughout that trailer, and um, I'm confused. I'm really confused, Aaron. Uh, I've um, no idea why. Is she like a special race of, like, creature? Like, is she like a... I mean, she's a witch, but that's not... That she's not like an elf or no, a thingy-bob. It's just... Not really. Right, okay. They, they do seem to be putting in, like I say, the series story and with, I think it's Nilfgaard, I think, are the evil guys. Um, okay. They sort of take Ciri into their fold after Geralt is unable to properly father Ciri. And there's that whole balance of she's a princess in Nilfgaard, but she's the daughter of a witcher. Um, it does seem like they're actually going to delve more into the... How becoming a witcher completely alters your body chemistry. Yeah, your yeah. physiology. As you got with the last shot of the trailer with the red eyes. I wish they'd gone, leaned a bit more into it. I wish they'd given Henry Cavill the gold eyes the whole way through. Mm-hmm. To show that he is different. He is an outsider. And I don't think the trailer goes as far as it should in showing that whilst witches are necessary in order to kill demons, kill monsters, keep people safe. People fucking hate witches. Right. There is not much of that coming through in this, but admittedly it's only a two-minute trailer. Yeah. I hope the series delves more into that. Did they say, like, an episode came to or a release date no, or anything? No, I didn't watch the panel, so um, I don't know. Right. Um, release date, I think it's out next year. Oh, okay. So I it's think it's early next imminent. year. It's not okay. imminent, no. Um, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So I was trying to follow this in chronological order, but there's something very much related to this. If you haven't seen the first thing, will you understand the second thing? Mm. Um, HBO's Watchmen adaptation. It's not an adaptation. It's a new Watchmen story. Yeah, it's a continuation. Yeah, Mm. and that worries me. Now, Watchmen stuff, post-Watchmen, is varying in quality, to say the least. That's fine. The original book, obviously, is a classic. The movie, I like, and I will continue to defend that, even yes. though fans of Watchmen hate it. 
I still think it's a good film. Yeah, same. And I do think it makes some smart choices, whereas people think it's a sacrilegious change of the plot. Mm-hmm. I think it is some smart things. Oh, the giant squid thing. Yeah. So was, much better in the movie. It was never going to work. No. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Then we had the Before Watchmen comics, which varied wildly in quality. Right. The comedian one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The Silk Spectre one was fucking atrocious. Yes. Uh, the Doctor Manhattan one was, nah. and then at that point I was like, okay, well, it's not a good win-loss ratio with these comics. No. I'm going to stop reading them. Apparently, I missed the best one, which was entirely about the Minutemen, which is mm. the the team that came before the, the Watchmen. Watchmen yeah. Apparently, that was brilliant. I didn't read it because it was <laughs> the rest was so shit. Um, and didn't then you even hang around for a Rorschach one. No, I didn't even read the Rorschach one. Um, and then I think oh okay, there was the game that wasn't very good. No, it was supposed to be a bigger game. Then they turned it into a fucking level based yeah. final fight nonsense. Well, and then it went dormant, and now it's back. But this is the thing, right? It seems like now I'm excited to watch it because again I like the movie and and all that good stuff. But I thought this was going to be. Well, when it became a transparent that it's not an adaptation, they're not redoing The Watchmen, it is a new, wholly original thing. Well, it seems to take place post-Watchmen. It seems to take place now. It looked very modern, and uh, viral marketing and all that good business is happening in their social... I think social media is Yeah, there. it says it takes place in an alternate contemporary United States, which yeah. is exactly when the original Watchmen, Watchmen takes place. Yeah. Uh, concerning um, a revolutionary group, uh, oh, sorry, in which superheroes and mass vigilantes were outlawed, but some of them gather around to start a revolution while others attempt to stop it. Uh, the series will showcase different points of view, with the only characters from the original storyline being Dr. Manhattan, Silk Spectre, Hooded Justice, and Ozymandias. That's not a lot of characters from the first one. That completely cuts out the comedian, Night Owl, fucking Rorschach. Well, the, the, herein lies the problem. They, they are basing... This is obviously a big budget thing. Mm. This is the thing they're hoping is going to take on the crowd that they just lost with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Of their big Sunday night epic series, everyone's going to be watching it. And it's superheroes, which is, you know, the in thing. You may, may have not noticed that. Um, uh, between this and the His Dark Material stuff, which mm. I, uh, again... The missus is a much bigger fan. I'd never even watched the movie, read the books or anything. Um, but that's more of a BBC production with some HBO money. Yeah. This is all them. To base that on a middlingly remembered and successful 2010 superhero movie seems a big gamble. And I don't know how they... I'm excited for it, but I don't know money and uh, success-wise how they think this is their best... This was their best plan. I think the problem is, is that... Right now, especially with Watchmen coming back into uh, the DC canon. Yeah. Because originally they were like a DC world, then they weren't a DC world. Then there was a whole event where Batman basically discovers the Watchmen world and now they're like... Coming in. Coming in. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking down the cast list. Yeah, it's... There's not... (laughs) It's mostly... It's mostly completely invented characters. And like you say, they seem to have updated to where it's now. The evil gang that we've seen across both this trailer and the announcement trailer is they're based on Rorschach. But if there's no Rorschach, then how are they going to base it off Rorschach? Because the whole point of Rorschach is that he hands the book in at the end of the film, which reveals that it was all a fucking con. Yes. So... 
Yeah, they've not. I don't think they've really thought about the logistics of, especially nerds like us who are going to read into this shit. Especially when you recast um, the, two of the characters from the movie. Okay, Jeremy Irons is playing um, Ozymandias. Yeah, okay. so that's interesting. Old racist sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. it works. Um, and Jean Smart is playing uh, Silk Spectre, but she's this referred to as Agent Laurie Blake in this. Okay, so seemingly hinting at the fact that. She's not a superior anymore. Okay. Again, don't know if that's going to go over well with the fans. Don't know if it's going to go over, if especially if they're using it as a continuation of the film. I don't see how that's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work because you've got to... Presumably, you're going to have to have some knowledge of that film. Mm. And it wasn't like... It wasn't like Avatar. You know, that didn't leave much of a culture impact, but everyone remembers Avatar. It's on the watch. Oh, man. Avatar, you mean the second highest grossing movie of all time, Darren? No, what I'm saying is, monetarily, it made sense. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hinting, Avengers overtook it two days oh, ago. Oh, yeah, sorry, it, I happened. was going to mention that later, but yay! yay! Well done, capitalism again. You did it. <laughs> Woo. Um, but yeah, that made a lot of money, but it made no cultural impact whatsoever. You, you don't yeah. wear Avatar t-shirts, you don't hear Avatar discussions. No one's really all that excited about sequels. <laughs> Outside of uh, Deep Sea Diver James Cameron yeah, exactly. talking about it every 12 months. Exactly that. Like, no one, it's not like, oh, we can't wait for the Avatar sequels. Um, Watchmen made even less cultural impact than that. And it feels like a very, very, very left field choice to make your new big HBO tentpole movie. I'm excited. Man, uh, they, the Comic Con trailer showed that Doctor Manhattan is back. He is. Uh, they got the same geezer playing him. Uh, that has not been shown because they've not actually shown no, Doctor Manhattan's face. No, they they've shown that very much the iconography of Doctor Manhattan is still yeah. it's still there. It seems to be being celebrated, which would actually put it at odds with the film because if you okay spoilers if you haven't seen 2009's Watchmen, but Doctor Manhattan is used in place of the giant squid. In order to cause world peace. But if Rorschach's book has got out... Then they, they know it's all a calm. And it's all Ozymandias, but he seems to be doing pretty, pretty well. Okay. Yeah. No one tried to stab him in the like, 50 years since that happened, but mm. there we go. It's just, it's a very interesting thing. I'm excited for it, but I feel like that's a, a hell of a set of circumstances you have to come together for HBO to land on. That I thought it was just going to be a straight readaptation, and just which again would be fine because yeah. you could recontextualize Watchmen again. Sweet. Yeah. Why wasn't that? They they clearly have thought about it, but I just don't know whether they've thought about it enough or in the right ways. But HBO's track record is still pretty good, even yeah. with some of the dents of the things they don't do very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Westworld's getting a third season, so you know things must be going all right. Yeah, yeah, they've got the money to to go around. It's fine, but yeah. Just, again, of all the superhero properties, that's that's the one you pick. Okay. Uh, it Chapter 2. Yeah. I've just put, looks fine. <laughs> yeah. But there's, like, nothing to really read into it. It just, it looks... I mean, the new cast, A. Yeah. Awesome. Hang on, let's get that cast list whilst you're talking. Right, you've got the likes of uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, boy. Uh, you've got, uh, oh, my God, she played um, Vuk. In Dark oh. Jessica Chastain. <laughs> we still... Yeah. We can't Vuk. possibly be mentioning Vuk all that much Vuk. past this point. Uh, Bill Hader, yeah. Yeah, boy. And they're telling the story of, like, the kids all moved away, except for the one of them, who was the farmhand kid. Yeah. They've all forgotten about Pennywise, and it's about time they relearned this stuff. And uh, it was just a load of zany... 
uh, Skarsgård making his eyes go funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm into it, I'm going to watch it, but I don't think there's really all that much to read into this trailer. Mm. It wasn't like a... So James McAvoy's playing Bill, who was Jada Martell in the original. The Wheezy... The one who was about to get together with um, Beverly at the end. So Jessica Justine's playing Beverly, who was played by Sophia Lillis. J.A. Ryan is playing Ben, who was played by Jeremy Ray Taylor in the original. He was the the one who was overweight, the the little fat kid. Um, Bill Hader's playing Richie, who was played by Finn Wolfhard in the original. So that's one to watch. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Mustafa is playing uh, Mike, who is chosen Jacobs in the in the original. Isaiah Mustafa was the fucking Old Spice guy. Oh. The man your man could smell like. Oh, is oh. That's him. Fuck yeah. Cool. Uh, James Ranson is playing Eddie, who was played by Jack Dylan Grazer in the original. You'll remember him from Shazam. Who was he in Shazam? Uh, he was. Oh, what was his name? Oh god, what was his name? Freddie. Freddie Freeman. Oh yeah, okay. That was him. The 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 mate, the grown up version or the little kid version. The little no 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 no. Freddie was his mate. Yeah, but no. When he turns into Shazam at the end, or oh no no no, when he's right, the little kid. Cool. Uh, And who else do we have? Andy Bean as Stan. Um, Now, if you know anything about the story of It Chapter Two, Mm -hmm. you'll know that that's not going to be a big part for him. Okay. Uh, He was played by Wyatt Olaf in the original. Um, if you've not read it, um, it's a bit weird. To, I mean, Stephen King at the height of his drugs, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's a bit strange. Um, but yeah, what's going to bring them everybody back to? I think it's Derry. Is it set in? That sounds a bit wrong. Um, in oh fuck, what state does he set everything in? Shit, I can't remember. Oregon. Fuck it, whatever. Brings them back to Derry. Maine. That's Maine. It. Maine. That's uh, so yeah, but everyone. The thing that brings back. Everyone to Derry is that one of the one of the losers club commits suicide. Ah. Um, the one that didn't leave. So right, okay. there's that. So interesting. They've got really good cast together. Mm-hmm. They do seem to be leaning more into stuff that's in the book. Some of the shots line up with some of the things that happen in yeah. the book. I think one of the bits is where there's a, a statue that's going to try and have a slash at one of the cast. Okay. That's in the book. You mean a slash of a sword, not piss on him, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wouldn't put it past this film. Really? Um, <laughs> I sure hope they uh, they don't take the. Uh, <laughs> they've got to take that scene. No, have you heard about this? The scene in it where they have to perform a sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to get through one of these trials. No, you've not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the sacrifice is they all have sex with Beverly. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I hope that's not in the film, whether it's a flashback or not. I as hope, adults or as kids? I can't remember. I just no, no, kids. That's where I put the book down and walked away. I, I was like, I don't need this. I, I don't need a. Wow, he was on some really good drugs. Mm, yeah. He could afford the premium shit as well, so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. He could taste colours. Oh. Bless him. All right. <laughs> he could hear pudding. <laughs> <laughs> The well, Simpsons quote for everything. We're, we're gonna be, yep. That's all gonna pay dividends when yep. it comes. In. It just, I. Well, well, the first it movie was the big surprise of what was it 2017? Massively so, yeah. It was fucking brilliant. So I'm all down for this one. Now I, I don't think I need the trailer to sell me on this one. Something I did need the trailer to sell me on, mm. and it did. Fucking Winters, mm. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Oh, in. What? I was like, oh god, because again, we had like the Terminator Dark Fate stuff. I haven't watched a trailer for that because it's just. It's oh, I watched it. Hey, was that? 
Do you like Sarah Connor? I mean, she's she's fine. She's, she's in the film. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Literally, oh, and the oh, and Eddie Furlong's back. Eddie Furlong's back as, back um, as uh, John Connor. He like went off the off the rails. Oh like, yeah. I thought he was dead. No. I thought one of the John Connors from like that era was like Gonzo, but I don't know. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> I just come back by a seance. He's, <laughs> he's he's cool. Joining us live via Ouija board. Yeah, I'm just I'm surprised at how good. Top Gear Maverick looked like it legitimately looks like they let Tom Cruise fly a fucking yeah. And he does do his own stunts now. He so, does, but you know. hopefully it was like a, you know he, they've just rigged it up so it looks like he's in the front, not the actual guy. Yeah, in front. yeah. Some of the flying scenes looked unbelievably they do look good. Really good. And it's like I like the story they're telling of like drones, right? Mm. And Tom Cruise <laughs> is like, no, Maverick, right? And there was volleyball, and there, there was, was just, volleyball. They're leaning right into everything that worked about the first one. What's interesting is, is stupid. It doesn't look like they're, they're doing what I thought they were going to be doing, which is focusing on hot, new, young pilots. No. It's very much, Maverick, you've been doing this for 30 years. What's going on? Knock it off. Yeah. It's like, no, I was... I, I go hot and cold on Tom Cruise. Sometimes I'm really into his movies. Sometimes I'm just like, fucking done with it. Just seeing him back with that Maverick swagger, I'm like... Of all, like, because usually, like, stuff, even the Ghostbusters sequel they're doing, I'm worried about it because I'm like, oh, leave the past alone, but I'm ready for this. There's not been many movies like Top Gear since. I can't think of any other, like, movie that completely centers on air combat. Mm. The the director for this one is interesting because it's the guy who directed Tron Legacy. Which was oh, not well received, no. uh, but he has also worked with CGI stuff. So he did all the Halo Three commercials, which were fucking okay. yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, was written by, uh, amongst other people, was written by Chris McQuarrie, who's done the past four or five um, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. So that's a good sign. Um, rest of the cast outside of Tom Cruise includes Miles Teller, who's playing Bradley Bradshaw. Brilliant name. You love Miles Teller. He's your favourite actor. Yeah, he's absolutely my favourite <laughs> I can't get enough. Uh, but he's playing the son of Goose, so that's interesting. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is back. John Hamm's in it. Glenn Powell's in it. And Val Kilmer is back as Iceman. Yes! Um, that seems to be about all the interesting ones. The rest is just a list of names I don't recognise. But cool. yeah... It's interesting. Wasn't into it. No. I'm down. All I'll, into I'll it. watch it, yeah. Fucking ready for that. Right, that basically wraps up all the non-Marvel related things I had here. <laughs> um, they, uh, in a little bit of comic news, don't you know, coming out of Comic Con. Two things caught me eye. One I was keeping an eye out for and the other one was, uh, came up. It's uh, They are deciding to flesh out Kylo Ren's backstory. Yay! In a comic. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> They're going to explain what the Knights of Ren are. Okay. Like, if that's going to be pivotal How to... How have we not done that yet? Yeah, I know. If that's pivotal to episode nine, feel like it should be in there. I mm. shouldn't have to go out and do ancillary reading to get the most out of that movie. Yeah. It feels like it was JJ would have explained it in episode eight and done it in The Last Jedi, but of course we all know what happened there. Um, yep. So it feels like a chore, unfortunately, that I'm going to have to like wait for Star Wars Explained to explain Star Wars to me when yeah. he's finished reading the comic books. Um, I didn't know you'd have anything else other than one Marvel comic I'm going to mention okay. but uh, if there's anything that caught your eye Michael chuck it in here well the Russo brothers did a panel oh sorry yes that was on here um, oh my bad with a couple of interesting announcements not the one I wanted no well, hang on what did you want well they teased then they did their 
teaser for their panel. Yeah. I'm like, all right. They used the community um, six seasons in a movie line. Oh, now, yeah. I didn't watch the last season of the community because it was on Yahoo TV or something. And I was like, yeah, nah. But they, yeah, they teased doing the community movie and they didn't do it. They said, oh, we just wanted to allude to all the things we've done that weren't Marvel. Yeah, I mean, they, they still want to do Secret Wars. They, they yeah. pretty much said that, like, if Marvel call us to do it, we'll do it. I'm pretty sure Marvel's going to call them to do it. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interesting thing is that they're, they're working on a couple of different things. Uh, one of the films is called Cherry. No idea. Uh, it stars Tom Holland, um, and it's going to be R-rated. Cool. They are producing, producing, not directing, a, a movie adaptation of a comic book called Grim Jack. I have absolutely no idea what that is. Sad wank. Sad wank. And, oh, yeah, also, what, what, what was this one? They are, oh, God. So, they seem to show off something about Magic the Gathering. Um, that's a thing that's happening. What? I have no idea. Um, I don't have, even know what that's no. about. Um, not magic, not a poor, I, know, I was about to say a poor man's Yu-Gi-Oh. I feel like I'll get slated in any amount of comments we get if I say that. <laughs> they are producing a new version of the heist film, The Thomas Crown Affair. Uh, that's going to be starring Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I've never seen the original, so I don't know what that's, that's about. That's a Tom Cruise movie, isn't it? I have not, no Or is it Pierce Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan, really? I don't know. But the big news coming out of it, especially for me, as a total fucking weeb, uh, is that they are producing, um, potentially directing, they didn't, they were a bit, I think they, actually no, I think they might have said they actually are directing it. Uh, yes, they are producing, potentially directing, a version of Battle of the Planets. Now, right. here's a fucking deep cut for you. Battle of the Planets was um, a sort of late 70s, early 80s cartoon that was... A stripped down and redubbed version of, um, to give it its full name, Science Ninja Team Gatchaman, which is a very, very early anime. Uh, now, Gatchaman is still like a big cultural landmark in Japan. It's up there with like Dragon Ball, Gundam, uh, Haruzizamiya. It's all, it, they're like the pillar stones of animation. Yeah. Um, now, Japan actually have already made a live action Gatchaman movie. Um, cool. I can't actually find a fantastic poster. So here's the box art for Darren. Oh, God, They're, no. But the originals are, uh, shall, shall we say, an interesting-looking thing. Okay. They all kind of dress up as, like, birds and shit, and it's real odd. Oh, Wow, okay. It's kind of like, they are super, they're kind of like Power Rangers, because they're all superheroes, but they have, like, this kind of ninja bird theme going on. Um, I've not personally watched Gatchaman, but I know it to be really, really important. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is they're not saying Gatchaman, they're saying Battle of the Planets, which was the westernised version of the plot, which kind of, I think it cut the episode length in half and changed the plot altogether. Okay. So it's going to be interesting to see how much they're going to oh. lean into the original. Um, I think that they're, they're pushing this forward now after having worked yeah. on Avengers. We're now in a world where... Apparently, this came at a Comic-Con. You know the Power Rangers film that we saw, like, yeah. two years ago? Yeah. That's getting rebooted. Yeah, I did see that. What the fuck's that about? That was Dyson Montgomery, wasn't it? Yeah. Saying, uh, oh, yeah, it's coming again, but I'm not in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's it's like a... what if the Red Ranger isn't in it? Then that's probably a reboot. <laughs> yeah, the Red Ranger who went on to be incredibly popular. And the yeah. Pink Ranger as well. I almost got yeah, the Yeah, she did lots of things. Uh... But, yeah, Gatchaman seems to be filling that void. 
It's all gone to their heads. It has. They, they go in high concept. We've seen what happens with anime adaptations. Outside of Alita, it seems to fucking fail. I don't know how this is going to go, Darren. It's just, I know they've had, like, they've literally directed the most highly grossing movie of all time. Fair play. Probably yeah. go to my head too, but they really should take in a page out of Weird Al's book and just call it, like, the ridiculous, self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity panel. <laughs> Of just no one like Spielberg doesn't hold his own fucking panels. Why do the Russo brothers get to? Yeah. But you know, you make the best best film ever. You make the highest grossing film ever. I suppose you get to do those things. That's right. true. Get your Marvel hats on, everybody. Yeah, boy. Here we go. It's right. the shit you actually care about. <laughs> um, quick note first: End of Shield is coming to an end next season. So season eight, uh, seven. seven, seven, seven. Um, I'm slowly working my way through season six. It's been interesting um so slight spoilers for agents of shield you intend to catch up i intend to at some point although this is a discussion i want to have with you in a little bit about the canonicity of all the tv stuff yeah we'll come to that um so you may do you know what happened at the end of season five um what phil colson died yes okay cool yeah um yes he's dead because now the sarge isn't there yes so they've brought in an alternative reality evil Phil Coulson um, just so they can get Clark Gregg back again yeah um, and yeah, it's it's been interesting there was a really funny episode um, they went to the future in the last season yeah and they made a guy called Deke who turns out he's Fitzsimmons grandson right and he was like an idiot and, and he's like the comic relief they brought him back and like kind of set him free into the world um, because he was you know he, he survived the cataclysm of earth in season five in yeah. the future and he's like separate there was a really funny probably the funniest episode they've ever done where he is like because he knows all about the future he went into being an entrepreneur and like he has an influencer girlfriend and it's just it's so fucking funny um, so it's, it's been pretty good bit so of a far cry from where it started they did a whole psycho dive episode with Fitzsimmons where you're literally in their mind for the entire like hour long episode of them trying to fix a problem but it's all like high concept like like the Matrix like all white room <laughs> stuff like a Sherlock mind palace yeah exactly that Shit, they've okay. gone mental right? <laughs> it's great um, so I'm, I'm sad to get going I'm sad it's because it's been losing momentum steadily weirdly as quality has gone up mm. momentum and interest has gone down which is disappointing but I'm glad it's getting to end on its own terms it didn't get it was on the chopping block last year I think but then you know because it airs on ABC in America which is Disney's own channel and I think they kind of like went okay we can wrap it up give us two more seasons and we'll, and we'll get it over the line yeah so Big business daddy came in and and helped uh, <laughs> help Marvel out there. Um, so yeah, glad that's wrapping up. Hopefully, it's going to be on their own terms. Um, I hope. I don't know how they're going to get Coulson back for the last season unless they keep this evil version around. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Sound a bit, and I don't know what there's left to do. Like, I think that's the problem is that it is running out of steam because it was originally this companion show. Yeah. It was, it was re- it was going in a reactive sense to the movies, but now it's very much its own beast, and it's expended yeah. all of its ideas. Well, I don't think so because in uncoupling, they've kind of they've been able to do their own thing. They're doing just like original stuff now. They brought in a whole they new. They did a what ifs arc, didn't they? Yeah, they somewhere. did. That was the best season when they did. Um, uh, they did yeah, they did the what if universe. They did um, uh, LMDs. They did loads of stuff. Oh, it was such Main a good frame? season. Oh, Ghost Rider was in that season. Oh, that was great. Mm. Ghost Rider's getting his own show. Is he? He is. 
Him and... Um, on TV? Yeah, on Hulu. Um, of course he is. Yeah, because he got a show at the same time as a character that I pulled in my X-Men pitch. Damon Hellstrom's getting a, char- uh, a series. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a Son of Satan thing. It's interesting. Ooh. It's interesting. Um, so, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was basically it for traditional TV, because obviously they don't have the Netflix shows anymore. Um, but more on Disney Plus yep. later. Uh, quick comic book thing. Yeah. They're making a big deal of the X-Men this year. They are, aren't they? And I was like, I might get into this. Because it was like, oh, it's going to be a major rethink. They've got Jonathan Hickman, who's done loads of good things. Oh, Hickman did a really good run on Fantastic Four. Yeah. So uh, he's he, a fixer. Yeah, he's coming in. There, He's heading up the main series. And I was like, didn't Hickman do Future Foundation? Wasn't that him? I think, yeah, that sounds a bit right. My favourite alternative Spider-Man costume. Yep. Fucking love Femme I was so mad it wasn't included for the longest <laughs> time on PS4 and came out well after I'd completed the game and couldn't really use it. Um, then I read the recap and it's going to be six new books. And I went, fuck that. I <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, do one. <laughs> do two. I think it was, I heard it was going to be two and then mm. six. And it's all like, what if Gambit and Apocalypse joined Excalibur? What? I'm just, oh, no. No. <laughs> Stop. This yeah. is the... Like, some of the DC books aren't too bad at the minute, but Marvel's books are just off the... Fuck. Like, Guardians got bastardised so fucking hard. Mm. I, I can't bring myself to pick up a Guardians book anymore. It's just... It's just painful. You got me this close, Marvel. This close to actually buying a comic book for the first time ever and actually reading it when it came out. And Apparently the only ones worth reading nowadays are Mars Morales, Kamala Khan, yeah. and I've heard that some of the Captain Marvel stuff is okay. Okay. But like, we'll come to bad decisions from comic books when we talk about some of the films in a moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here comes. There was a Marvel Games panel. There was a few days before. So obviously their big footing was at E3, but they had a presence here as well. Um, so they're obviously pushing uh, Ultimate Alliance to the hilt. Mm-hmm. Um, reviews have been okay well it's more Ultimate Alliance and if you like that great I mean I haven't picked it up yet I intend to though I intend to wait for a sale (laughs) fair enough Um, and to see who's in the X-Men DLC pack well we know who isn't in the X-Men DLC pack because they're coming as free DLC yeah Cyclops and Colossus yeah boy you feel like should have been main roster again I know we brought it up for like the fourth podcast in a row no one wants to be Cyclops, but Cyclops should always be there. Yeah, just so we've got a, 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 the chance to sort of like put the cursor over him and go, I don't want to be that, no. and move on. Otherwise, this you know analogy loses all power if he's not there. But yeah, him and Colossus are coming as free DLC, which is nice of them. Um, and then they announced the first pack. I thought they'd do it the other way around and finish with Marvel Knights. I thought that as well. They gave Marvel Knights out of the way first, or at least they revealed the characters first. They didn't yeah. really set a date or anything. Uh, we get in uh, Punisher, Moon Knight, Blade, and Morbius. Which yes. I'm like, All right, cool. All of those are great picks, apart from Morbius, where I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess this is kind of cross promoting that film that Jared Leto's yeah. doing right oh, now. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's unfortunately still happening, isn't yeah. it? Oh well. Um, but yeah, certainly putting Moon Knight in there, I'm I'm I more than like happy about that. Punisher should have been in the base game. Yeah, probably. Like that feels like a bit of a. He was in all the other ones. He feels like an omission. And to some extent, Blade as well. But I suppose Blade's not as not as hostile to property. Well, at least at the two days before when this was announced, he <laughs> yeah. wasn't. Now, boom! <laughs> We're back, baby. Um, and then, yeah, they showed some Avengers gameplay. Now, I'm not saying that we saw it off a dodgy camera, but here comes some impressions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, um, it uh, they sh- that should have been in the reveal. Yes. Um, but it's not mind breaking, is it? It's pretty standard. It looks like four different flavors of God of War. Yeah. Actually, no. Tell tell a lie. The Thor bit looks like God of War. Yes. The Iron Man bit looks like Anthem. The Hulk bit. Yes. Looks like an old Hulk game, which is fine. God damn it, Darren. Sorry. Put all your hands up. <laughs> you wait till the end of your review. Neither is a play, I'm going to dedicate 15 minutes to it. Um, sorry, yeah, carry on. And the Scarlet Witch... Scarlet Witch? The, no, she wasn't in that. The Black Widow gameplay was... Mirror's Edge. A bit. Assassin's I mean, it was Creed mostly a bit. fucking... QTE punch yeah. Taskmaster in the back of the head. Donkey punching Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels like... The only one that was interesting was Captain America. Yes. Because that feels different. And of course he dies in the trailer. So yeah, he does. But the, it's far too polished for that to be it. He's going to be in the game. Surely. Clearly. Unless, the, the collector's edition is giving away a fucking statue of him. You would think that he's going to be Unless in they've it. built it and they they built the engine, but they're going to give it to Winter Soldier or Falcon. And it was just. A I wouldn't be mad as long to, as it plays the same. Yeah, that's fine. It feels like I, I felt like this at E3, but it's even more now. We've we've may or may not have seen some gameplay. <laughs> it feels like four games I'd rather play patchwork together. Yeah, like I'd rather play a solo Hulk game. I'd rather play a solo Iron Man game, a Thor game, a Camp game. Instead, we getting all of them mm. like a basset all sorts. And I'm just like. And I don't know if it was better to have it as, as it's been shown, a single-player experience where you play as all of the Avengers, or a multiplayer game where you play one of the four or or five Avengers. I don't know what's better. And the problem is, you stick it next to Spider-Man PS4, you stick it next to God of War, two games that seem to do... I mean, God of War is basically a superhero at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kratos is basically fucking... How's that game going, by the way? Still pretty good. Oh, um, I did so get good. I still got distracted by playing Crash Team Racing, but I intend to get back to it. Finish the story now. Um, not of God of, of War. Of Crash, Crash Team, Team Racing. Racing, of course. Yeah, it's a great story. Priorities were correct. One for the ages. Um, but you stick them next to those two games, and it doesn't look like it competes with either of them. No. Because this one feels linear as fuck. Graphic-wise... I think it looks dead good. Yeah, the explosions look great. I think the... I mean, the, the foibles about the faces themselves, I think the character models look great. I think you can see the weight to them. Especially Hulk. Like, mm. he's ploughing through dudes. And they are murdering people left and right, by the way. Oh, yeah. The, let's not, you know... No. Think about saving people. This is just the murder simulator. Hulk curb stomps a guy. He has one in each hand and does his thunderclap together. Yeah. He shakes a dude out of a tanker yeah. and boots him off a bridge. Iron Man fucking blows up a tanker with a missile, so they're... Straight shoot murdering people left, right, and centre. So yeah. that's good. Um, I mean, Black Widow would be murdering people, except she just seems to be donkey punching fucking Taskmaster in the back of the don't, head. Don't, don't, stop don't. it! Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Um, so I feel like I, the individual gameplay parts, but it's going to come down to if you don't like playing as, say, the Hulk gameplay is a bit simplistic for your liking. Otherwise, you could have avoided the Hulk game and just played the other three, but now it feels like it's going to force you to play through those things. A bit like the Mary Jane levels in Spider-Man. Yeah. Of like, I get why they did it to break up the variety, but you're giving me the ability to fly around as Iron Man and launch bears and fucking missiles out of everything, and then I've got to go and do Black Widow stuff where I'm stealthing. And it's like, variety isn't necessarily a gaming strong point. 
focus on your your core gameplay first. Don't try and do you know and, everything. And that was a falling down of the Spider Man PS4 game. Whilst it is easily the best Spider Man game with easily the best traversal combat, it was trying to force in puzzle elements, stealth elements, fucking ripping yeah. off shit from Batman Arkham games that we didn't need. Progression, like you know, they, they could have ripped off more from Arkham, in my opinion, but that's just me. I well, know that's just you, but like, I didn't need the fucking when when you're doing the as much as I love them, I wish they would just give away with the whole okay, here's a stronghold, you can go in stealthy. It's like, no, just make it a fucking yeah. grudge match because you've got the stealth missions, they're over there, yeah, and that's exactly. fine. I, I don't know, I mean, I still feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be something I pick up. Probably day one. Like, I'm still invested in... I think I need to see more. It's... I do need to see more. Because I don't know how these additional characters that are coming as part of a season pass... Yeah. If this is a straight-up story game, which is not a problem, how are you going to put more characters in there? Like, we know that Ant-Man's coming in some form. Yeah. How does that work? I it... <clears throat> Unless they do it as... To go back to Arkham, how they did it with, you had the Batwoman DLC. Oh, um, okay, yeah. You had the Nightcrawler, uh, the um, Nightwing. Crawler, Nightwing expansion. You had the Robin expansion, the Harley Quinn one. If they go down that one where you're buying, uh, two three hour experience. Okay, more like Harley Quinn's Revenge, right? Yeah. So you're buying a three hour kind of story mission. You get Hank Pym, and they'll throw in he can deal with Iron Man and Hulk as well. And those are the three characters you play as. Obviously, a bigger burden on Hank Pym. And then if there's a multiplayer element to this game or anything like that, that's where they kind of come in as well. Right. But you are right, yeah, to slot them in. Unless they do it like they did with Catwoman in Arkham City. Where, oh, where it's like... Yeah. If the you, full experience is if you pay the biggest price. Exactly that. Um, which, which is, is a, a fucking problem in games right now. Dickhead move, but I could see it happening. Um Right, here we go. It's hey. been all here for. It's Marvel Phase 4. Yay! Woo! Woo! Um, we should be more excited, but I mean, we knew it was coming. Yeah. They certainly revealed a lot. They revealed a lot, but not as much as I expected them to reveal. That's true. Annoyingly, all but... Right, all of this got leaked well back, like a few weeks ago it got leaked. Well, they've leaked. been talking openly a bit about quite a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of them got leaked prior. Thor... I see we're both pulling up the... Uh, yes, we are. The um, Thor, Love and Thunder was the one that got spoiled the day before this panel, when Taika Waititi was announced... Well, not announced, but he leaked. He said he was coming back for Thor yeah. 4. Um, so the only one that didn't was the one that closed the show. Yep. And, and they even said on stage, Kevin Feige was, I don't think this one leaked. So, <laughs> yeah. thank God. So we'll go through again how it's going to be coming out. So May 1st, 2020, yep. the worst kept secret in Hollywood is we getting the Black Widow movie. Yes. But not when I thought it was going to be set. No, it's uh, set between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. So that's interesting. I thought it was, I was nailed on for that to be Infinity War 2 Endgame time. But no, no, which is good. It means more people can turn up. Yeah, I'm happy about that. It's We knew it was going to be a prequel. I genuinely thought they were going to go back further than this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stuff that came out of it is there was a trailer. It wasn't very long, but there was right. one. Um, it's only been shooting for like... Three um, three weeks? Yeah, month tops, yeah. Something like that. They've not been shooting for very no. long. Um, but they had some stuff to show. So the... Whilst no one has been able to leak the footage yet, it will eventually turn up, and we'll talk about it in the future. 
I've looked, I couldn't find it. No. Well, I can find like write-ups about it, and it seems to detail like Black Widow having a fist fight with Lawrence Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about the characters in a minute. Um, showing some cool Taskmaster, doing cool Taskmaster stuff, which is cool. Who is, who is Taskmaster? They haven't said, have they? They haven't said, but I have a theory. Um, okay, we'll come to that. Um, and I think they showed just. Like it's more focused on like quite brutal raid like fights, so we, so it's been reported. So double thumbs up for that. Yeah, but you know they haven't been going very long. They haven't got a lot of stuff. They have, however, been talking about the characters yep. and the characters' names. Go for it. The big one was Florence Pugh is playing Yelona Belova, which is the character that overtook uh, the Black Widow mantle mm-hmm. when I think I think they killed off Black Widow in the books. When she came I feel back. like she's one of the ones that's died. And then Yolanda Belova took over. She was over. a daredevil girlfriend at some point. She's definitely died at some point. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much setting up for a new Black Widow. And I'm okay with Florence Pugh. She was one of the strongest elements of fighting with my family. She I was. had no problem with her whatsoever, so good job. Um, David Harbour is playing a character called Alexi, yeah. which if you know anything about comic books, seems to be hinting at the Red Guardian. Also I, made me sad about Stranger Things season three. Haven't watched it yet. Everyone mm. keeps saying this, and I don't know what it means. Mm, you'll I, see. I'm sure I will. Um, I think that he's playing Taskmaster. I think that the whole Red Guardian thing is a a ruse. A ruse. It's a veil. Okay. Um, I think he's playing Taskmaster, but we don't know. We just know he's called Alexi. I feel like David Harbour, because obviously he's been with Dad Bod a lot in Stranger Things. I know he like he didn't like get completely like Chris Hemsworth cut for Hellboy but I mean he like bulked up I feel like Taskmaster's a younger more agile guy he's not like brute force like David Harbour is Mm. Uh, playing a Red Guardian type I could see but like yeah Taskmaster is essentially CrossFit Jesus he should be you know Mm. flipping and all sorts and I don't see obviously it's a full head to body suit so they could say it's David Harbour and then he puts a mask on and you go and put whoever you want in that in that armour to do the flipping stuff. But yeah. I don't know, he didn't seem like the natural choice for Taskmaster. It seems strange. Now, the, the Wikipedia article straight up says he's Red Guardian. Right, okay. So the whole Alexei Shostakov thing, I had cast Red Guardian in my... Oh, let's get that up, shall we? Let's let's get up my Facebook predictions go. and see um, how many I got right. Probably fucking none of them. Let's take a look. But yeah, Red Guardian... It's a character that has history with Black Widow in terms of origin. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that they're doing that. I think it's pretty much an indication that it's, you know, they said on stage that we're going to be finding out how the red got in a ledger. I think there's also some very interesting wordplay there um, because red ledger, red guardian. I think there might be something going on there. Mm -hmm. Um, who else was announced to be in this movie? Oh, God, I hate this name. I know I'm going to get it wrong. O.T. Fabinale? I don't know. Let's have a go. That guy. He's British, apparently. Yeah, I'll give you that. I want to clarify that nobody has that name in Britain. Nobody would ever <laughs> dare have that name in Britain because you would get the piss ripped yeah, out of you. His name's O.T. and that's enough. Yes. O.T. is playing Rick Mason, who is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent uh, who is romantically interested in Black Widow. Okay. And Rachel Weiss, I didn't know was cast in this. Okay. Fuck yes. Uh, she's playing Melina, who um, is referred to in the comics as the Iron Maiden. Cool. She runs to the hills. Bing, bing, bing. She's, I mean, in the comics, she's been a member of the Thunderbolts. She's 
Now, I thought they were going to go with somebody who was, um, you know, the the handler of Black Widow rather than just an assassin, another uh-huh. assassin from the Russian government. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Ray Winston has been cast in Undisclosed Rose. Ray Winston. Ray Winston. Ray Winston. And Taskmaster is the primary uh, antagonist. So now I'm, I don't know which way this is going to go with that whole Red Guardian thing. I, I really don't. I couldn't tell you. Thoughts Bet down. Bet very own Ray Winston has been cast in Black Widow. In Black Widow. Yes. Oh, God. Ray Winston winds me up. What's the ever been in that's good? Um, was he in a Punisher movie that's regarded to be quite good? I don't think I've ever seen any of the Punisher movies. <laughs> yeah, Punisher so Warzone, that was there. him, right? Yes. I feel that's the one that's got like retroactively good praise, but anyway. Let's take a look at my Black Widow pitch. Go on. Uh, mine is set in the late, ni- the late 90s to early 80s, so I got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha Romanoff completed training in the Red Room under the handler, Rachel Weiss. got that wrong. And the Winter Soldier, got that wrong. Um, hired as a KGB assassin where she finds herself at odds with super spy Abigail Brand, played by Florence Pugh, got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes more contentious with the KGB's demands, leading to the murder of her adoptive father, Alexei Shostakov, also known as the Red Guardian, played by David Harbour. I don't know if I've got that. Maybe. That, that yeah, might be right. Though. She accepts an offer from Nick Fury to uh, defect to S.H.I.E.L.D. in a fateful mission in Budapest where she rescues her 2B partner, Clint Barton, Jeremy Renner. They didn't Don't, say... They didn't say he wasn't no. in it. But they are doing something with Hawkeye, so... Why did he get the Rockstar entrance, by the way? What the fuck? I'll talk about it later, but I thought, like, oh, he's an Avenger. Obviously, the, the six Avengers get the big entrance, yeah. but Scarlett Johansson didn't get that. No, she just walked on. Yeah, whereas Jamie Renner must have insisted on, like, no, I'm coming through the fucking crowd. <laughs> I'm everyone's sick favourite Avenger of the <laughs> so I'm getting the big deal treatment. To be fair, he only got better as the films went on, so... He did, he did, he did. Um, yeah, I, I, it's expected, so I think, like, my, my excitement... It's not like it shot up when I it yeah. got confirmed. Oh, when's that coming out, by the way? Uh, that is May 1st, 2020. That I is got the, the date next... right. Woo! Fuck yeah. That is the next movie we're going to be having yes. uh, next year. They only have two movies slated for next year, which I know sounds odd. <laughs> that we're like, only two? But I mean, we got so used to the three a year one. Yeah. And we... to be fair, when they first showed Phase 4, it's like, six movies in a year? <laughs> you mad bastards! What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Disney Plus as well. Oh, okay. oh God. I thought they all there was a to... moment of initial panic. It was like, oh, no. Just say that again. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited for it. It's been a long time coming. And I think that's what I'm more, I'm happiest about. Of like, she earned this fucking movie. Yeah. She's got there. Fantastic. David Harbour's in it. I'm all good. Yeah. And Taskmaster. Like, yeah. Yay to Taskmaster, which I got right in my pitch. Uh, so that's fine. Uh, right, Fall 2020 was the first of the Disney Plus um, it was. streaming services, and like I already thought I was going to get it, but they just made it impossible for me to not get it. The yeah, because they just put, they put all of the things. Can we have this discussion now? Go because on. they've specifically said that these TV shows are part of Phase 4. Yes. These are canon, you need to watch these. Yes. Okay, what the fuck's the deal with <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ghost Rider, all of the Netflix shows... I fucking think, cloak and dagger. Like, what? Okay, okay. What's I going think, on with the canon? Well, it's because obviously they wholly own this one. Yeah. And to be fair, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that's on ABC. I think anything that's rented out past that sphere 
you have to be worried about. Now, of course, something happened at the end of this show that torpedoed Netflix MCU completely. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, that's that's gone. See, like that. It turns out, no, everyone, like, all these worry articles of, like, we need to stop pretending it's part of the MCU. And people like maybe going, no, it's still fine. It's it's He can still turn up. Matt Murdock yeah. can still be there. We, we got shot there. Uh, that's gone now. So that's, Which that's... sucks because the best version of Daredevil is now no longer now, canon. I'll get to that later, but there might not be... It might not all be over. There might be some hope. Okay. I'll come down in a second. So, full 2020, we get in. Again, it was like, like long, long ago. Yep. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And it's clearly a tussle for who's going to be... Thank God. I'm so happy that they've put that front and centre. It is yep. going to be essentially the Captain America battle for the cowl. Yes. Fuck yes. Because I was so pissed off. That they put, not that I have anything against Falcon or that iteration of the Winter Soldier. Sorry, that iteration of Captain America. Yep. It is fine. It is good. It is interesting. But you've signed up Sebastian Stan to be in this shit. Yep. He's been in, he had the longest deal of anybody yep. because they had to keep renewing the deal to bring back Danny Jr. and Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. And so they were smarter about this one. They were smarter about this one. They booked in Sebastian Stan and then they fucked him out of being Captain America. But it looks like there's hope yet. There can be two Captain Americas. That should be the point. There should be two Captain Americas. East Coast America. Captain America, <laughs> West Coast <laughs> Captain America. We're, draw- we're drawing a line down Dakota. Yep, there you go. There we are. Boom. And they go, ooh, no, that's kind of your side of the line. I now. ain't going to Massachusetts. That's Screw that. Fuck that noise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, good, expected, solid opening, I think, for the Disney Plus. One. Absolutely. Um, you know, they haven't. All the Disney Plus ones were leaked ahead of time, but they're all well-established characters, which I think makes sense. And it's people that we both... Everyone loves Winter Soldier and Falcon. I don't think they have the faith in them to, to do a movie version. This is the next best thing. It's six episodes. It's event TV. Yep. It's it's going to feel like a six-hour movie. Anyway, Some of the so. event TV that's happened this year has been yeah. the best TV going. Absolutely. Like, not to spoil too much about our end-of-year discussion, but... Good Omens and Chernobyl were both only five episodes long and they were better for it. Yeah, exactly. So it's the new model. I mean, they the um, budget for Mandalorian started to leak out. 15 mil an episode. Fuck. Jesus Christ. So fucking A, I'm all, I'm all into this. So uh, next up, the next film we have, yes. November 6th, 2020. It's the biggest question mark for me because it's The Eternals. Yeah. And I tried to read up on this and then found out The Eternals hasn't been that popular. No. Ever. <laughs> not really, no. Uh, they were introduced um, as Jack Kirby's big, well, fuck you all, make my own new gods with yeah. Blackjack and Hookers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not even basing it on that version. They're basing it on the Neil Gaiman rewrite, which I have read. Yes. And I like. Okay, so, good. So that's good. So... Do, do you know the, the shtick with the Eternals? They are the result of Celestial, the big god things that were introduced in God of the Galaxy. They experimented on Neanderthal man mm-hmm. and made two races of people, the Eternals and the Deviants. Yep. The Eternals all basically have the same base power set, but they can then sp- go into their separate skill trees and just start topping up, <laughs> yeah. I want dexterity, I want telekinesis. So they all can... Roughly do the same thing, but they all specialise in that's the psychic one, that's the strong one, etc. etc. Um, they have the deviants are basically just ugly motherfuckers. Um, and basically, the line includes Thanos, he is a deviant, 
But born into an eternal family? They're going to have to do some retconning there because they've retconned that in the books. Thanos is a titan. He's not a deviant. Right, so okay. I don't think they're going to re-retcon that mm. back in. I think they'll leave it as, you know, the, the deviants are the worst things in the universe. Like Thanos, but not actually Thanos. I feel like that's their best hook, though. Wouldn't it be interesting for them to... Because, you know, there's always, like, some connection back to normal Marvel um, films whenever you see these movies. There's yeah. always a strong selling point. What if the connection to the Eternals is Thanos? That'd be interesting. If your big tether, your window into this... I know he's dead, but the big... The big thing is that he's is, not the only one. Yeah, we're yeah. going to go and look at... I mean, because it also includes the Collector, the yep. Grandmaster, they're both Eternals... Uh, Titans slash Eternals. So, oh God, what if you get them too? That would be interesting. I know they weren't announced for this, but my God, would I love... I just need a scene of Benicio Del Toro and... Uh, um, oh my God, Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Because they've acknowledged in interviews, like, oh yeah, they're brothers. Oh, why have we not had that scene? Oh, that could go ahead. I want that. Yeah. I want that. He's good. Right I'd have to think. Apparently all the scrolls come under Deviant, so that's interesting. Ah, you have to think... Jeff's going to be back for 4-4. You would hope, Please, yeah. just whatever gets me to that scene, I'm happy with. Um, apparently there's a picture in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout right. of, of uh, at, uh, Walt Disney World of the two of them at a table. Okay. If you're not looking in the right place, they're just the Grandmaster and uh, the Collector sharing a beer. Oh, great. I'd like to see that picture. That's awesome. Sorry, I got well off track there. That's all I know about the Eternals. That was from some quick Googling. Cool. But again, the main thing that stuck with me is they have never been popular in the comic books, but I suppose at this point, you've already run out of everybody and you haven't had time to workshop the Fantastic Four and the X-Men yet, so yeah. you gotta you got to go deep into that bag. you got to get something. So they, they revealed the cast, um, and again, I'll, let's cross-compare it to see what my prediction was. Uh, so Angelina Jolie is the big name in this. She's playing Thena, who uh, I think basically is Athena. As in that character. Right, okay. The whole shtick with them is they came into being like 35,000 years before the like humanity set up civilization. Yeah. So they, much like the Asgardians, are the basis for myth and legend. Right, okay. So it, it's roughly that. Um, we'll get to all the my predictions in a moment. Richard Madden's in. Fucking love Richard Madden. So I'm happy about that. Top choice. He's playing Icarus, who's pretty much like the... Your main guy, he's mm-hmm. the window in. I didn't know how to feel about this one, but Kumail Nanjiani is in there. He's playing Kingo Sunen, um, a character that is in the Eternals, but he's not part of the Neil Gaiman run. Right, so okay. they're going to be canoodling with different things ah. outside of that. Lauren Ridolph, not an actor that I am particularly up to date with. She has been in The Walking Dead. Okay. She has been on Broadway and she is deaf. So, oh, that, awesome. okay. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry is in as Fastos, I believe that's how you pronounce it, or Faustus, might be Faustus. Faustus, yeah. Um, he's been on Atlanta, he was in If Bill Street Could Talk, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. He's in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, let me just double check who he played in that, because I don't remember. I think he might have played Miles' dad, I am just going to quickly double check mm-hmm. that. He did. He did oh God! Hang on, hang on. We're stalling with harmonies. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, he played Miles's dad. There you go. Um, who else has been cast? Selma Hayek is in his Ajax. Where's she come from? But, yeah, that was a fucking good pull. Like 
Yeah. I'm surprised she hasn't been in the MCU yet. Yeah. Considering, like, what was that film she was in ages ago? There was... Well, that narrows it down. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't think Thanks, of its Mark. name. Uh, it was like an action film, and everyone went fucking mad for it. But I can't You know, that's... Uh, no, wait, not Sicario. No, not um, Sicario. Um, a thing that she was in... She was in the Frida Kahlo film, which I love. Yeah. So, that's cool. But she was also in Jesus Christ, Help Me Out. <laughs> <laughs> You think you remember a movie title? Fuck. Uh, I can't remember it. Screw it. She was in a good movie. Um, cool. She's good. done action stuff. She was in Spy Kids as well, so that's... Good on you, something. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking thing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but she is playing... Oh, fuck. Who did I say? <laughs> this is going really well. Ajak. Ajak. And then you've got Leah McEwis Sprite, who's a new actress, little kid. Seems to be a Marvel fan, so that was probably a fucking great experience for her. Good job. And Don Lee as Gilgamesh, who is going to be the villain. Uh, Don Lee was in Train to Busan, which is apparently fucking incredible. I haven't okay. seen it, though. Okay. So, out of those guys, Thena, Icarus, Makari, Ajak, Sprite, and Gilgamesh are all in the Neil Gaiman story. Yeah. Kingo is not, and I don't believe that Faustus is either i think okay. he's part of the original ones mm-hmm. i don't think he was using the neil game and run so that's interesting let's compare that to what i thought was going to happen Here shall we, we? um but boom icarus being played by richard madden yep um i put the <laughs> the evil eternal druig in being played by aiden gillen so that's wrong yeah cersei was going to be angelina jolie so that's wrong mm-hmm. makari was going to be kuman angiani so that's wrong sprite was going to be finn wolfhard so that's wrong Charlie's Theron was going to be Fina, so that's wrong. Uh, Gilgamesh is going to be John David Washington, so that's wrong. Yeah. Eros, out, up by being played by Alden Einreich, Han Solo, yeah. that's wrong. And Zurus, played by Christopher Hivju, as you'll know from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that was wrong. However, um, yeah. oh. the plot of them hiding in plain sight amongst humankind, Eternals are literal gods and legends that make up religion, myths and fables, uh, and they have forgotten who they are. That could still be the plot. See, I thought that was the plot. Now I've remembered it was you. Well, um, it's what it is, is that Icarus and Thena know that they're Eternals and uh, everybody else doesn't. Right, okay. So that I think sense. that that's still going ahead. I feel like... It's so high concept, though. It is. I really, I know they wanted to expand Cosmic Marvel, mm. which is fine. Because obviously they had a... I mean, we were in the same position with Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember slaying that thing going, they're trying to make me care about a raccoon in a tree. Fuck off. <laughs> Big Dave's in it. No. <laughs> Fuck no. And now, fucking look where we are now. You're, yeah. in, you're in my t-shirt right now. But yeah, there boy. We go. So, I was wrong there. But it does feel like, do you know when they were really pushing... Um, Inhumans. Inhumans. Yeah. I did see all the memes. Because it was meant to go out, come out like a few weeks ago when yeah. it was initially plotted. And everyone was like, oh, there was no one in the cinema today. <laughs> I thought it'd be well buzzing for the Inhumans. And basically the Inhumans was done as like, we don't have the X-Men, but here this is. <laughs> I feel like this is still a bit of that. A of bit of like, a holdover. Yeah, a big family unit of people who all have powers and, and they're hiding in plain sight amongst humanity. It feels like mm. it's another... But but now they have the X-Men, but I feel like they were just too far down the, the road to do this. Um, and it's too close now. They can't do any humans where they, thank God, they whacked that at the end, <laughs> changed their mind and made it a terrible TV show. Um, oh, God, but there so we are. Bad. I, I just don't know enough to have to gauge what I'm feeling. I mean, it's new stuff. It's completely unrelated to anything else, and that worked well the last time they tried it, but... Yep. 
and it's a stellar cast. Yeah. I mean, thumbs up for diversity for this whole fucking phase, yeah. particularly for Eternals. Um, yeah, I, I, I just... I can't really gauge yet where I'm going to be with that one. Slightly more enthusiastic for the February 12, 2021 release. Oh, hang on. What was the, oh. what's the release date for Eternals? Uh, November 6th, 2020. Got it right. There Fuck you go. Yes. Well done, man. Uh, but February 12th, 2021, it's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Not the title I predicted, but I am so more impressed with this one. Here we go. This might be my dark horse. Yeah, this coin could be it's real It's not the good. one I'm looking forward to the most, but it might be the dark horse of... Uh, yeah, we're getting a Kung Fu movie that's not Iron Fist. Fuck Yay. yeah. We're going to fix the problem. Yes. Then we'll get rid of the dragon problem by just not having a dragon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said a cock teasing the dragon for a whole two seasons. Um, yeah, so this is, again, another deep pull. We're right at the bottom of that bag now of pulling stuff out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, here comes Shang-Chi. Uh, the guy who taught Spider-Man Kung Fu, apparently. Yeah, when Spider-Man lost his spider sense, he taught him Kung Fu. Sweet. Okay. Um, yeah, he's not got superpowers. He's just that he's good just at his job. He's fucking good. <laughs> he's like Kung Fu Batman. He's all, just... all, although, very fitting when the guy who's playing Shang-Chi basically talked his way into the I role. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just tweeted him saying, Yo, Marvel, when we can talk <laughs> when, when we do Shang-Chi. And then he got cast. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Should we give that a go? You know what? That's that's a that's a bamf worthy. Who could we be? <laughs> Yo, Marvel. When we can do that mode up thing, yeah. <laughs> I'll sit in the fucking chair. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Call me up about next wave. I want to play Captain Fuck or whatever his name is. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, right. Give us some casting there, Maggle. Uh, casting for Shang Chi includes. Oh god. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Uh, oh, bear with me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just uh, uh, Kung Fu isn't really what they've done. We saw it in Iron Fist, but we found out they basically planned the fights on the day and then were shocked that they weren't that great. They've shown in the Netflix they can they can do it with all the Daredevil fights and so on, but this is going to have to be next level. This is basically Neo in the Matrix level of Kung Fu, I'm hoping for. Uh, just him being able to kill, not kill, but like beat the holy, ever-loving shit out of 100 people at once. Yeah, I fucking love this thread of the guy who got the Shang-Chi part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marvel, we're going to talk about Shang-Chi or what in, on December 3rd, 2018, and then updated directly after the panel with, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Shang... I'm so glad they didn't cast the Black, uh, the, um, the black Pair Ranger as him. A Ludi Lin. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a good actor. He isn't, but I thought he would... Get better. I, I thought he would age up like Dacre Montgomery. And yeah, he hasn't. No. Anyway, uh, but I'm going to murder this name, aren't I? Uh, Simu Liu, I believe is yeah. how you pronounce it. He's playing Shang-Chi. He's a Canadian actor. So, ah. interesting. Um, he's going to be the, well, obviously of Asian descent. He's going to be the first Asian-led superhero movie. Certainly the first Asian-led Marvel movie, but yeah. it might be the first Asian-led superhero movie. Let me think Yeah. About it. Yeah, I think it is. Unless, like, obviously, like, there's been superhero movies in China, which we just don't get over here, so I suppose that. But, I mean, okay. American production. American production. Yeah. Gotta be right, surely. I can't think of any. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They've done it, then. Woo. <laughs> Good on Marvel. Uh, it's also starring uh, Tony Leung, or Tony Leung, I don't know how it's pronounced, um, as the Mandarin, the actual fucking Mandarin. We're getting the Mandarin. Sweet. Fuck yes. Uh, also going to be starring... Aquafina. Aquafina, who I only know about because they take the piss out of her name in Bojack Horseman. So ah. I literally know 
nothing about she, her. She, we watched Crazy Rich Asians the other day. Oh, she in that? Uh, yeah, she's um, she's like the quirky best friend. Okay. She's quite funny in that. All right. Um, she just keeps saying that she's the she looks like the female uh, the Asian Ellen, and it's kind of yeah, that's like a running joke. But yeah, she's quite funny in that. And she was in um, she was in Ocean's Eight as well. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Was, I haven't seen that. Uh, she was fine in that as well, so I think uh, I think she's going to be comic relief more than anything else. But no, I, I like that casting. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's all we know about it. Um, he was cast on Tuesday or something like that, and then revealed to the world on Saturday. So oh, shit. <laughs> this is a real quick turnaround. I don't think much work has been done on this. Mm-mm. But, excuse me, the very fact that it's, it's finally paying off that retcon from All Hail the King. Yes! Oh, I'm excited now. Originally, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work, uh, but I am so down. I'm so down for this. Let's see if I got this right, Darren. Mm. I don't think I did, but let's see what if I did. Shang-Chi, played by Ludi Lin. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> got that wrong. Um, is sent by his father, Zheng Zhu, play, being played by Daniel uh, Day Daniel Kim. Uh, no. Nope. Not in. To assassinate Dennis Nayland Smith, being played by Colton Fiore. Not no. mentioned. Uh, on the mission, Shang-Chi is exposed to cosmic energies that alter his DNA and allow him to make copies of himself in battle. That still might happen. Mm-hmm. Learning from Smith that his father is actually a nefarious sorcerer bent on installing the Shadow Council, Shang-Chi defects from his father and reunites with his mother in New York, soon hunted down by his adopted brother, Manai, being played by J. Nathan Stewart Jarrett. Got that wrong because he's not being talked about. Whose consciousness was implanted into a cloned Cree body called Midnight Sun. So I did more of a comic deep dive for my attempt at that. It appears so. And I put Zheng Zhu as the villain because I thought there's no way you can do the Mandarin because no one's going to go for it. And then Marvel went for it. So. the fucking Mandarin. Okay, so. cool. Sweet. I'm down. And they can't possibly serve us twice. So when's that coming out, by the way? Uh, that is February 12th, 2021. Didn't get that right. Ah, well. That, I think, is my Dark Horse, but as I say, it's not the one I'm looking forward to most. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, okay, spring to summer 2021 is loaded with shit. There are three Disney Plus shows coming out in that time span and the movie. Yep. We start... Now, on the timeline, They all the TV shows are just given vague spring, summer. Yes. So, but first, spring 2021, they've actually stuck with it. The Mad Bastards, WandaVision. Yep. Now, the style of the logo... Looks very 50s. Yes. It looks like um, how they would write Mustang yes. on the back to forwards. So, cool. It's clear they're going with that. I think I want to combine it with the next movie, though, because I think it explains how we're going to get to that situation. On May 7th, 2021, we're getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We are. Which is both a bad and good title. Yes. It sounds very comic booky, like Jack Kirby would fucking love that shit. Mm. But it also sounds very comic booky, and I don't know how no. that's going to go over with the thing. So, well, they're coming out quite close together, aren't they? They are. Well, one division is slated to come first, okay. but they also announced, obviously, that Elizabeth Olsen will be in Scarlet Wonder Witch, Be- will be in Doctor Strange. And they can actually call her Scarlet Witch now. Yes. They are on the right, so they can they give can her a do name. It. Yeah, she's not just Wonder. Um, so, obviously, working with multiverses mm. opens up a lot of possibilities. Now, it they does. did announce Nightmare as the villain. Boom. Um, I say I called that they basically called their shot yeah, three years ago yeah Scott Derrickson was like I'd sure like to have Nightmare yeah. and then they bought all the rights and like okay I can have Nightmare now sweet um, so but if they're messing with the multiverse that's one way of bringing Vision back you go and pull an alternative reality Vision into here and 
go and do WandaVision. Now, it's interesting because the whole 50s aesthetic to the WandaVision logo seems yes. to be lending credence to the fact that it's going to be based on the Vision run, which I believe was written by Tom King, mm-hmm. where Vision essentially makes a family for himself. Yep. Stops being a superhero, builds himself a robot wife and kids, and goes off and into the fucking sunset. But obviously it all goes wrong because superheroes. Yep. So if we're doing the Wanda just builds herself a reality where the vision is alive. Yeah. And for some reason decides to put it way back in the past so they're not going to get bothered. Yeah. That would be interesting. What also is interesting is that they announced that they won't be alone in this story. They are being joined by Monica Rambeau. Mm. Which is all good and stuff because I do love me some Monica Rambeau. Um, I have no idea who she was casting. No, me neither. Never heard of that woman. But I just find again maybe... Um, I see the whole she creates a reality they've just not given her that power set oh, like, Tayona Paris is playing Monica Rambeau cool they've just not Wanda's not that powerful or at least not been shown to be that powerful now obviously I think I, I'd be 100% nailed on for my explanation if on this little timeline thing they put Doctor Strange first and WandaVision second because I'm like well clearly everything happened in Doctor Strange will lead on to alternative reality shenanigans with that it's also a backdoor way if they ever want to bring Quicksilver back is they can go oh, and grab him oh it is him. isn't it that's what I'm saying and they can call him Quicksilver too so they can go and pull him back just in time for the X-Men oh, to turn up wow. so yeah that's how you do multiverses so cool I'm, I'm again I'm, I'm at a good level of excitement for those two I think they're both going to be solid uh, one division I want to know more about was there any just... other news about Doctor Strange not really. It was just, we're doing Nightmare, and here's Bendy Cumberbatch. And that was about it. They didn't really... Yeah, the further we've got on in this, they've really not given a lot away of major plot points. Obviously, they know... Oh, they've said more. it's going to be a horror film, haven't they? Yes, they have. And it t- yeah, it ties directly into WandaVision. Let's see if I got that right, Darren. Go on, man. I don't think I did. Probably not. Doctor Strange Illuminati. Fucking uh, didn't. Nope. Uh, in a world without the Infinity Stones, the Sorcerer has become the last line of defence against extra-dimensional threats, where Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, well, that's right, I guess. Yeah, good, uh, good he's, job. He's feeling full effects of being the new Sorcerer Supreme. In his dreams, he's being haunted by an otherworldly being known as Nightmare, played by... <laughs> so I got Nightmare right. Played by Jackie O'Haley. Let's... let's oh. Let's see... Let's see. Let's see. Uh, at the same time, his colleagues and friends are disappearing one by one as Cole Mordo, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor, is purposefully robbing sorcerers of their magic and putting them into comas. The two soon, the, the two threats soon meet up as strange battles, f- fights battles in this dimension and others as well as in his dreams. With little choices left to him, Strange must assemble a team of the greatest minds to help him fight these threats. So not, that could still happen. Mm. That could still happen. I've definitely said that we were going into dimensions with that film, which yeah. is a foregone conclusion. So I'm not even going to call... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm not going to give myself credit for that, but it's happening. That is a fucking weird-ass title, though. <laughs> it is. Like I said, it's both good and bad. I've had love and hated. That is, that's a Dick Coera title in, uh, that is. in 2021. Oh, did I, get the, did I get the date right? When's it coming out? Uh, that would be May 7th, 2021. Fuck. Got it down in okay, November 5th. Uh, also in spring 2021, Disney Plus is going to be chock and block. Yep. Because we're getting Loki. We are. Um, again, they kind of release some vague details. It seems like he's going to be travelling through time. Mm. It's been time travelling. You know how I feel about time travel. Well, it's God, specifically it's the alternate Loki that stole the Tesseract. They yes. said that that was an intentional decision, which means Loki's still dead. Thank you. Um, 
You're welcome. <laughs> Keep bringing Loki back. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I know, I know. I just, I can't fucking stand but it. they know what they've got in Loki and people like him. Yeah. Not him to bring I'm not back. saying Tom Hiddleston isn't good. He's brilliant. Yes. I'm just fucking sick of the fan base. The Loki fan base is the most annoying fan base. But at least it's just a TV show. True. At least he's not getting a full-blown If movie. it was a film, it would be a bigger problem. If they'd problem. done Loki, Agent of Asgard, then it would have been all over. But no, it's just going to be a TV show. It's going to be him reality hopping, time hopping. And that could be fun. That and I think you could, if you lean properly into the comedy side of things. Because I don't really want a serious low-key TV series. I don't think that's what this is. No. That could be pretty dope. Yeah. Um, all, then, so summer 2021. Yep. We're getting What If? Yes. Now, this was long rumoured to be mm. happening. And it's happening on Disney+. Plus. It's happening as an animated series. And fuck me, they've gone and got everybody back to do voice roles. Pretty much, yeah. The only thing that I'm a bit gutted about is that it basically says, no, Stan Lee is not Uatu. Yeah. Because they've now cast Uatu. They've cast a Watcher. Although, yeah. I don't know, because it's what if... No, wait, no, it's phase four, it's MCU, isn't it? Yes. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. They... So the, the the thought is that, yes, it's a what if thing, so all these are hypotheticals, but obviously Uatu is constant. Yeah, so... So Stan is just an agent of the Watchers, yeah, yeah. which is a shame. I know. But there we go. But fuck me, the, the amount of people they've got to come back for this. Yeah. Wait, who's playing the Watcher again? Oh shit! Hang on, bear with me. I was trying to find the list sorry, of all the people sorry, first. Sorry. Jeffrey Wright. That's the one. He's, Ooh, playing, he's got a good voice. He, has. he does. Good. Mm. He's in Westworld, so yeah. he's done some good. He'll shit. be a powerful voice in that. Good times. Yeah. Um, they are bringing back, amongst others, these are just some of the fucking the bullet points of people that are coming back. Uh, Chadwick Boseman is going to be replacing himself as the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's coming back to voice Killmonger. Uh, Neil McDonough is coming back to voice Dum Dum Dugan. Sebastian Stan, obviously, is tied into everything, so mm-hmm. they can't do anything without him. Toby Jones is coming back as Zola. Josh Brolin's coming back as Thanos. Yes. Uh, Michael Rooker's coming back as Yondu. Karen Gunn's coming back as Nebula. Chris Hemsworth, obviously, they've, t- they've got him down for another film, so he's back. Tom Hiddleston and Jeff Goldblum. And there are lots of others. But the first episode they're doing... Yes. And this wasn't at the panel, but it has been talked about. Mm-hmm. They've got Hayley Atwell back. Yeah. And they are doing What If Peggy Carter Was Captain America. Nice. I mean, straight away. I'm now, in. I read that Steve, um, Steve Rogers was also in there, but I'm guessing... Chris Evans is done, done. I think he's out. I, there was a don't big, blame him. There was a big graphic of who's back. And, and he wasn't on there. He wasn't no, on there. that's fine. I understand. I'm good. I, I'm a, again, it's animated, so I feel like it's something they could easily go... I know, it's, and it's what if, so it's, it's not even canon. No. But yeah, that's... I want to see what it looks like. Yeah. They didn't show any, like, proof of concept of this is the art style we go with. And it could be they go with different art styles for every episode. It could be. Like the... Um, uh, what was it on Netflix? Uh, Love, Death and Robots? Yes. Where it was different animation styles, live action, everything. Obviously, it's not going to be live action, but I'd be okay with that. They don't necessarily need a consistent look across it. It just yeah. whatever suits. I've heard good stuff about Love, Death and Robots. So if it is that, if mm. it is different uh, different things every time, then yeah, sweet, okay. I've just remembered something I wanted to mention in Division, but I'll mention it in the next one, Fall 2021, and probably the one I'm most excited about. Yep. It's the Hawkeye Disney's who would have thought that that would be the one we're the most excited for? I know, I know. And that logo 
it's it's the Matt Fraction run. Yeah. It's the one where he goes blind. Please tell me that's the story. And Kate Bishop is. Kate Bishop is, is in it. Yes. This makes me think: Are they gearing up for Young Avengers? They've got to be. Because if right. they're putting Wonder and Vision together, that can get us Wiccan. Mm-hmm. And, and if they're doing time travelly shit, that can age him up pretty rapidly. We've already got Ant Man's daughter. Yep, we've already got Ant Man's daughter. She's been aged up. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like the play, the things are falling into place They've to do. They've got to be Avengers. doing this right. Yeah, that can And be... then make a young Loki, chuck him in. Jump, yeah. Do, like, I know I don't want Loki back alive, but you get people in the seats. It's a backdoor way to do a lot of other people. It's a backdoor way to do Kamala Khan. Yes, it it's... is. It's a backdoor way to do Nova. I know you don't want to hear that, but it could be a backdoor way to do Nova. I know. I'd rather have Richard Ryder, but it makes sense if yeah. they do the Sam Alexander version. There we go. So, hyped for that one. I loved his superstar entrance. Don't know why he why Jeremy <laughs> only got one, but yeah. didn't. But that's fine. That's probably the one I'm most excited for of all of these. Yeah. Uh, of the ones, at least we have a concrete date for, because the last on the list, and he did come out. Uh, Kim Fai came out and said, "Look." There's no Avengers movies because Endgame was an ending and this is all beginnings. So we yep. didn't want an Avengers movie yet because they're probably gearing up for something bigger involving the X-Men once they really have had time to workshop it and figure out all the plans. Probably, yeah. So our last movie for now, November 5th, 2021, is Thor, Love and Thunder. I hate that title. <laughs> I kind of... I'm, I'm, um, I, it's, it's, I'm annoyed a little bit because it's the one that breaks the trilogy thing they're yeah, going yeah. everyone had three movies and Thor's the one to get I suppose if anyone's going to get four it's Thor yeah. but there we are um, and it's if this is if they come out and said there's going to be two more Thor movies after uh, Dark World oh no <laughs> now it's Ragnarok team coming back yep. I'm kind of okay with it but I know what you're annoyed about yep. so I'm just going to let you go for it Michael. right Off okay um, whilst I love the fact that Valkyrie's back all about that and she's got to find her queen. Yeah. All about that All too. about that as well. They brought Natalie Portman back. Yeah. And they've straight away said that she's going to be Thor. Now. Uh-huh. I fucking hate that run. And right. I'll tell you for why. Oh, tell me for why, man. Because it's just a device to make you feel sorry about a character no one gives a shit about. Right. The, the whole shtick is that she becomes worthy after contracting cancer. Right. That is, it's just a fucking device to make you feel something. And to me, it feels broken. It doesn't work. This whole, they put an imaginary clock over the whole thing, and then they realise that the people who are in, like, not just, like, into diversity in the sense of, like, I'm into all of these projects and I'm into all the people but like super into identity politics really got behind that book no one fucking bought it but everyone was fucking blogging about it right so obviously they kept the character around and then the clock disappeared and she wasn't dying from cancer it wasn't Elastarara and now she's a new Thor and like fuck no I don't want this I'm just like Natalie Portman in other things they are going to announce a Thor 5 and the lead is going to be Natalie Portman for phase 5 potentially phase 4 part 2 do you want that? because I know I don't well this thing Natalie Portman in other movies fine. I'm fine with yeah. it's just she was so and a lot of things happen with the dark world I get that but my god was she bored out of mind in that one and she did, was not exactly keeping shtum about the fact that she did not want to be part of this franchise no anymore. but now they're like oh but yo you get to be Thor this time fucking money money and of course obviously the reputation's been rebuilt 
on the back of Ragnarok. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time and a fun movie to be in. So I understand it from, like, from her point of view, what she'd want to come back at this point. But, yeah, and anything... Anything that offers a slight hope for Cat Dennings coming back is a bad fucking thing. Yep. That, the yeah. Thor movies got better when they got rid of everything for the first and, two yeah, films yeah. and just gave him new friends. They were like, right, here's Valkyrie Corgan. Just go do your thing over the there. Who apparently isn't in this one. They no. didn't manage Mark Ruffalo for it, so there we go. That would have been, yeah. been great. Unfortunately, they now decided, oh, maybe we should go and fetch things from the first two. No one likes them anymore. I have faith in Taika Waititi. Me also. I think he earned that in absolute droves. So I'm kind of damned for whatever he wants to do with it. But yeah. If, it's... if this ends with the unworthy Thor, Chris Hemsworth, yes. that's his last one. I know it's not his last one because he could potentially be in Guardians 3. Well, there's the other thing is that they've now got to undo that bit. Yeah. Because they, they're not going to get Guardians 3 out before this one. So they're going to have to find a way of writing him out of the Guardians of the Galaxy before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm. Might mean a cameo from the Guardians of the Galaxy in this, but there we go. So yeah, that was and that was announced at the end of the panel, and that was the last thing Edfin saw was Taika Waititi literally giving Mjolnir to, um, to Natalie Portman. And it was like, Muh. and everyone started putting Black Widow hats on, and it was like, Muh. and then Kevin Feige did his fucking Jackie Chan adventures one more thing yeah it's like right here we go um, and I don't think this one got leaked here's yeah. two times Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali and you're like okay oh you stole my thunder because I finally learned how to say it properly oh sorry it took me five minutes this morning of listening to it on repeat to go Mahershala Mahershi Mahushu Mahershala 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 so it still happens sometimes <laughs> Mahershala Ali yay yeah. you did it so he came in golf clap and obviously, me being such a big fan of Luke Cage and all, I was like, oh, I can't move spin off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you look like you've got a special hat. <laughs> That's how we announce movies these days. On hats. And yeah. Motherfucker's back as Blade. He's Blade. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, now, I conveniently forgot he was Cottonmouth. So that announcement to me, I was like, you've done it, lads. That's the one. Boom. And then you sit back and you, you it, go, ah. Oh. It took me till the day after to yeah, realise. So oh, no. That was all a pointless waste of time. I mean, we got some really good TV shows out of it, but in terms of interconnectedness, it's not a thing. Nope. So I'll touch on that first. I still think there's hope because of J.K. Simmons. Yes. They've brought true. in an actor who previously played a Marvel character in a non MCU related thing and brought him into the MCU proper. The only one I want to save is Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Yep. And, um, sorry, the two I want to save, Charlie Cox's Daredevil and... Uh, Jessica Jones? No. Damn it. Uh, what's Punisher. His face? Uh, it's Punisher, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, um, John Burnfall. John Burnfall's Punisher. Just take, find a way to reintroduce those two into all of this. Put them in the Blade movie. Yeah. Punisher and Blade going around shooting vampires. Fucking hey. That's I'm okay with. Because surely they must know what they got in their hands. Surely. Daredevil felt like it wrapped up. So maybe that. But Punisher's just got infinite amounts of storage you can tell with him. Mm. So hopefully that's the thing. So, yeah. The ultimate... F- yeah. Was Daredevil out last year? How long ago was that? Uh, last year, yes. Yeah. Uh, tail end of last year. Mm. 
fucking great. Best TV show. Hey, it's fucking brilliant. That last oh, fight at the end. Oh my god. Oh the f- oh god. The three way fight. I'm pretty sure it was really good as well this year as well. I have not started Jessica Jones season three. Me neither. I it feels pointless gonna... at this point. Yeah, yeah really especially when season know. two couldn't get out of the fucking shadow of Kilgrave. It was yeah. just like, but what about this oh, guy? We'll put him back in for an episode. Here's Wizard. Fuck me. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Nate feels even more pointless because the Netflix MCU is dead, dead, yep. dead, 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 dead. It's super dead. But apparently, what happened was like the day after the Oscars, Mahershala Ali. I'm starting to practice that because I can't call him M Ali because that's Mohammed. Um, Mahershala Ali phoned Kevin Feige and said, "Let's talk." And Kevin Feige said, "When Mahershala phones, you answer." Yep. And he was like, "I want to be played," and I went, "Okay." Cool. <laughs> Sweet, we'll do it. You can be Blade now. Uh, and they, they since came out and said it's going to be a movie, mm. not a Disney Plus thing, and it's going to be Phase 5, apparently. So there we go. Yeah. A bit annoyed that the, the most exciting thing to come out, because obviously everything else got spoiled. Yeah. The most exciting thing to come out of it is no concrete information other than he's playing Blade, but... <laughs> Oh, that's a choice and half, that is. That's going to be a good film. I was down for the John Boyega pick from your pitch. Yeah. And I was like, that would make sense. You make him younger. And then as soon as he walked out on stage, like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, that's him. And you can instantly picture him in like Wesley Snipes gear. The body armour yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some motherfuckers all want to ice skate up here. Oh, they've got to find a... a oh, that's the stupidest line in history, but put they've it got in. to find a way. So, yeah, obviously I'm disappointed. Because There's, no X-Men. Yeah, and he did come out at the end and say, right. Oh yeah, he said like, we didn't have time to talk about Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Fantastic Four, which he just straight up was like, we're doing it. Well, Play tight. I yeah. mean, we all knew that we were going to do it yeah. at some point, but like, this implies that there's being work done. And mutants. Yeah. Not the X-Men. Mutants. Mutants. And he came out in an interview afterwards with, I think it was Variety, and said, well, they're interchangeable words. Yeah. I just I, I just happened to say mutants instead of the X-Men. But it got me thinking of, like, well, are they going to, because there's some taint on the X-Men franchise and maybe some franchise fatigue, they call it something else initially, and then you build up to an X-Men movie like they did with an Avengers movie. Hmm. Now, interestingly, everything they showed off at Comic Con this year covers two years yeah that's it mm. that is not a long amount of time no when they dropped all of phase three that covered three years I want to say possibly more but yeah well, no that covers four years doesn't it because mm. they it was Civil War was the first movie yes. in phase three that was 2016 yes and then Infinity War Part 2 was eventually renamed Endgame. Yes. That's 20, that's well, Inhumans was technically the last one, but obviously that went, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll say Endgame. Infinity War Part 20, 2. So 16, yeah. 17, 18, 19, that covered four years. Yeah. Phase 4, as it stands, yeah. is half of Phase 3. I wouldn't be shocked if Phase 4 is longer, or if Phase 5 is twice the size. Because I, I don't feel like comedy romp Thor Love and Thunder is a phase ender no. now, of course this phase restriction is something they put on themselves yeah and like um, with Ant-Man being the last one of phase two you know that wasn't the big you know ending and, and Spider-Man Far From Home ending in phase three maybe they don't need to go on a big one but they all followed bigger movies yeah so and I don't feel like what's the one before that it's Doctor Strange isn't it so Doctor Strange isn't your big ending and then Thor's your kind of epilogue is it so 
Maybe you're right. Maybe they're holding back because they have only legitimately got X Men and Fantastic Four back recently. Yeah. We know. We know Black Panther is like gearing up for production. So yeah. Brian, Brian Coogler's back and fucking. Now I thought if they were gonna recast Mahershala Ali, they were gonna put him in yeah. that film and do uh, a K Bay, do the whole mm-hmm. uh, like voodoo magic yeah, versus yeah. technology thing. Because that's about to be interesting. I suppose maybe they could still come out next year and say, well, that was part one of the phase four. Here's part two. And it's all the sequels we know about. It's, they chuck something else in original. They do Nova. They do the Spider-Man sequel, which we have to feel is coming. And that's when it's like, oh, and here's... Well, this is the thing, like I said to you before the podcast started, of like, they have annoyingly a really perfect title attached to a fucking movie that won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> if they could just find a way of getting um, what I then deemed... Maisie Williams and the Scarettes. If they can get that onto Disney Plus and change the name, they can have New Mutants as their new mutants as, as a way to introduce mutants into the MCU. Yeah, or just call it Mutants. That'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, there's no comic book properties tied to that. They never got ready to do an X Force movie, so they could do it that way. Also, um, nothing about Deadpool. Nothing about Deadpool. But again, I think they've got to feel the way back into that. And Ryan Reynolds is not like he's old or anything. So it's if yeah. they wait three or four years to do that, maybe, but, and then you do an X-Men movie, maybe even Avengers versus X-Men, wouldn't that be cool? I think they've, they've got to go that way, right? Oh, baby. Because, like you said, Phase 4 doesn't seem to have a climactic ending, whereas I think the introduction of the Fantastic Four and the introduction of the X-Men yeah. would feel climactic. Yeah. So, I just, they're not showing, they're not showing the full hand. No. And then what they have shown is still fucking strong anyway, so it's who good. cares? Yeah, it's a good, solid two-year plan they've got there. Uh, Leaning it's... heavily on the old Disney Plus, though, so they really want to push that out the door. Oh, Christ, yeah, I can understand that, but... Yeah, so if you just take it as the movies, which are Black Widow, Eternal, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Thor... Thor. Of those, it's probably Thor that I'm looking most forward to Shang-Chi because it's just such an unknown but I'm like there's potential there for cool raid lever action that's true yeah all into that Eternals is the one I'm like I have no scope on what that can be it's it's one of those properties I think there was very very few people who was like I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy I was one of them and we were proven right I want to meet a true diehard Eternals fan and have them tell me it's going to be okay it's good I can't. I know it's my own fault, but I can't get over a little bit of the disappointment of the X Men. I don't see what they want to give it breathing room. That's a smart thing to do, but it doesn't change my little fanboy heart of like going, "I want it now. <laughs> give me a new Wolverine." Um, but yeah, and of course Blade. So yeah, at least we're getting that. We're Someone's getting coming back. So <laughs> boom, it's great. Yeah, I think I'm most excited for Shang Chi, and then probably Doctor Strange, and then probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh well, Hawkeye above all else is the one. Oh yeah, Hawkeye. Fucking yeah. yes to Hawkeye. Um, Everything else, like, there's nothing in there other than like the Eternals, where I'm like, maybe one division as well. It's like, got. Eh, I don't it's really got, care about those two. Every single thing on that, fa- and let's let's be clear, there's ten different projects there. Yeah, eleven if you include Blade. Mm. So that's a lot that we've got to deal with in the next two years. It is, but you know that all of these have the potential to be brilliant. I think. If anything's a foregone conclusion, the foregone conclusions will probably be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Black mm-hmm. Widow, uh, Doctor Strange and Hawkeye. Yep. Everything else is kind of dealing with interesting stuff. Could be good, could be bad. Everything else is 
What if? <laughs> what if? <laughs> hey. I'm looking forward to that. That could be good as well. I'm looking forward to all of them. They have such a good track record. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that Eternals could, could make or break this whole celestial shit and Thor better not fuck up female Thor. They better do it right and not how the books did it. Is that not how... Should they unfuck? Yeah. Female Thor? Yeah, they'll have to un... Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Cool. Right. That was an hour and 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Woohoo! It's a good year. It was. Plug away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram at thatmyco. And you can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at, at thegutteridge. And you can go and follow the site on your social media of choice, whether that be... Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, or Instagram, and of course on Spotify under the username FoulENT, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, and under the name Foul Entertainment Podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you pick up your RSS feeds. Darren, what's coming up? Uh, right, coming up, we have a new Pitch episode. We finally got around to writing one. It is going to be Pitch, a PlayStation game, as obviously they announced that they are doing, uh, was it... PlayStation movies? PlayStation Studios, I think. Something like that, yeah. They, they coined it. We can probably guess what PlayStation the PlayStation Productions. Going to be. That's the one. We can probably guess what the what the um, IPs they're going to be adapting are. We've chosen one each that we're going to pitch for you as well. Uh, and hopefully soon we're going to be having some more reviews. Toys, I've seen Toy Story 4. I'm getting done around to it. I watched The Lion King yesterday. I'm getting around but to it. But you want some good news? What? You probably don't need to watch it because you watched The Lion King in 93 and it hasn't changed. Oh, okay, fair uh, play. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, and other such things. Well, another pitch is coming. Now that Phase 4 is out, yes, we're going yes, to be doing that. Sorry. Um, we're going to be picking uh, a, a full pitch for a Phase 4 movie. Um, we won't tell you what those are, but yeah, we're going to be... You've probably heard our Phase 4 pitch episode, which is now ultimately redundant. Um, <laughs> but we're going to maybe take one of those already and expand upon it and do a full pitch for it, or pitch something entirely new based on what's been announced. Radio, well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast that we wheel out when we can't fit into any of our other things. And we will see you the next time that something happens that is not a film specifically or a game specifically. You know how it works. You've been with us for a while. Bye, everybody. Bye.